morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. Morning, Coffee. My name's Vince Taglavia. I'll be your host. I'm live every Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time to discuss the news and events of the world, to kick off our days and just go over the headlines, see what's going on. And today, unfortunately, it appears we are heading towards disaster, hence the title of today's show, Heading Towards Disaster. Despite some of the hopium out there with Trump and other things going on that scene, they may produce fruit. They may bear fruit at the end of the day, I hope. Uh, it appears that uh, it's being stifled pretty effectively and we're not seeing any progress or any recovery and we're just barreling deeper into World War III and more. Sorry for the doom and gloom. That's just what it is. I was looking at all these headlines and stories today and uh, that's what it boils down to. It's quite alarming, which is why we encourage everybody to prepare for the worst and hope for the best and do the best you can for your communities and your families. But at the end of the day, we look at this and geez... It is quite alarming. Uh, good morning, everybody. And how are y'all doing, Dean the Bean? We'll let you know if there's any changes to our schedule, but tonight, daily dose will be at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. I don't believe that is going to change. That is Monday through Thursday, hosted by Josh Reed, the daily dose, 5.30 p.m. Pacific, uh, 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. So tune into that evening show as we get any more content and other shows. We'll let you know. We'll post some kind of scheduling and let you know uh, when to catch what and where to catch what and all of that. So just stay tuned. It's all good. Dean the Bean, good morning. Um, good morning, RMU, and good morning, Quiet Toad, T-Webs. Good to see you. Good to see you. We're going to get right into things. I like to start with finance, as you guys know. Get that out of the way. It's an important topic, but it's also... Uh, you know, it's finance, so we'll get it out of the way. Um, <clears throat> Yellen, uh, we've got Wall Street Silver on X saying that Yellen and Co. are issuing trillions of dollars in new debt with relatively short maturities. They're hoping that when this new debt is ready to be rolled over, rates will have come down. It's the same reason why some home buyers get adjustable rate mortgages. They're hoping rates will come down and reduce the financing cost. Financing cost. If Treasury is wrong and rates don't come down but go up instead, interest on the debt is going to explode even faster. It's a very risky bet. And I believe we have Pal coming out later today with some decisions on these rates. We'll see. We'll stand by for that. Um let me take a quick look. I don't think that's happened yet, but I believe that is happening today. So stay tuned. I'm sure we'll have an update on the financial fiasco tonight. We've got just this. This is this is. They're always revising numbers. And of course, this week we have another story of that. Genevieve Rock Decker, CFA, reported on Twitter just in this morning. U.S. manufacturing had the largest monthly decline in over a year. This actually isn't a revision. This is just straight up bad data, but we have a revision coming up. Um, it's approaching the weakest levels since 2020. We are contracting the weakest levels since 2020. That's when the world shut down from the scamdemics and we're approaching those levels. That is quite alarming. This is uh, U.S. Manufacturing Activity Contracts. I'll show you the chart. 
contraction. That, my friends, is contraction. What can make this expand? Hmm. Well, probably Defense Production Act, Biden. Yeah, probably. I mean, ugh, war. Thank you for the diamond, Dean the Bean. Good morning, you say. Good morning to you. Hey, Roxy. Grandma yelling. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Willow, good morning. All right. Onward, we've got the U.S. Treasury reveals lower than expected rate of debt sales in quarterly refunding plan yields slide. Nobody wants to buy our damn debt. That's what that means. And the Treasury has to come out there and admit it. They can only twist and lie so much and squeam and squirm. I mean, the truth is there. Um, here we've got this revision that Zero Hedge covered this morning. By the way, it's November 1st, 2023. I hope you all had a wonderful Halloween and a safe one. Um, <clears throat> it was cold. A lot of snow starting to fall across the states. And uh, we, we'll have more on weather across the world. Uh, it's quite weird. Very cold Halloween this year. Uh, but Zero Hedge writes, remember last month's freak 500,000 plus increase in professional services job openings, which sent jolts soaring? Well, two things. It was revised from 500,000 to 300,000. <clears> and in September, job openings for the category dropped 100,000. So they just, they lie, lie, lie. Well, so they revised it lower. Is this like a revision to make them look better? You know what? You can't trust any of the numbers they're putting out there. We got to go by our good old fashioned senses and our own eyes and ears and uh, talk to people around us and talk to each other um, over long distances, thanks to things like the telephone and the internet, um, because we're just being fed lies left and right. They just, I mean, there should be consequences for releasing crap data, right? I think so. I mean, a little accountability in this world. Is that too much to ask for? U.S. job openings unexpectedly rose for a second month to 9.6 million beating estimates. Lots of jobs out there, folks. If you're looking for a job, well, there's 9.6 million openings out there uh, for people to find. Good God. Woof. Brinkman Freed. We've got Brinkman Freed admitting to whining and dining with Bill Clinton, Tony Blair, in his last day of testimony. Nobody's surprised. We'll see what happens with this crook, uh, money laundering uh, fool involved in this whole scam. Of course, he whined and dined with Bill Clinton. I mean, that's what these people do. Out of this, I mean, let's stop talking about. Well, I guess let's do one last thing. Let's take a quick look at the markets and see how they're actually doing today. Oh, they're up, everything's fine, folks. The SP 500 is up 0.52 percent. Um, everything else up. Crude oil is $82.24. Gold is $1,990.90, dipping down below 2000. Silver, $22.92. So everything's about where it was yesterday. We're all just, uh, we're just here. We're just here still. So um, 
the Federal Reserve is expected to hold interest rates in a range of 525 to 5.5% at the conclusion of its meeting Wednesday. Though, possibly keep the door open to further rate hikes in the coming months. So we'll see. The Fed will announce its monetary policy decision at 2 p.m. Eastern time today, followed by a press conference with Fed Chair Jerome Powell at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time. One, uh, So that'll be um, in a couple hours, right? Two, three hours. So in three hours, we'll know what the hell's going on with that. Interesting. So stay tuned. We'll talk about it tonight on the Daily Dose at 5.30 p.m. Um, got here. Wall Street Silver posted this. Wall Street Silver on X. And it was a clip from the Joe Rogan podcast, the Joe Rogan experience with Elon Musk, which I need to watch in its entirety. It's a long one. I wonder if I could fit that in today as I do my things. But uh, there's a lot of interesting clips coming out there. And uh, props to Elon and props to Joe Rogan for actually talking about the truth, something that is so far lost today with a lot of the the psychological warfare going on. Telling the truth is just... You're going to be shunned. You're going to be canceled. You're going to be debanked. We've seen all this stuff happen. Luckily, some people have some balls and they're out there actually talking about things. Uh, let's see what they have to say in this clip about George Soros. Um, you know, one often hears of the sort of George Soros boogeyman, but I mean, Soros actually, you know, it, he, he is, I believe, the top contributor to the Democratic Party. Um, the second one was uh, Sam Bankman-Fried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. And, and Soros, I don't know. I mean, he had a very difficult upbringing. Um, and uh, I, in my opinion, he fundamentally hates humanity. That's my opinion. Really? Yeah. I mean, well, he's doing things that erode the fabric of civilization. You know, uh, getting DAs elected who refuse to prosecute crime. That's part of the problem in San Francisco and L.A. and much other cities. So why would you do that? Was it humanity or is it just the United States as a whole? I mean, is I mean he's doing pushing things in other countries too. He's doing just the here. same thing? Yeah. Now, George at this point is pretty old. I mean, he's not, uh, you know, he's basically a bit senile at this point. But, I mean, he, he, he and, and he's, he, he's, a, he's very smart. Um, and he's very good at arbitrage. You know, famously, he uh, shorted the British pound. That's sort of how I, uh, I think he made his first uh, money was shorting the pound. Um, so he's, he's good at spotting, uh, basically arbitrage, like spotting value for money that other people don't see. So uh, one of the things he noticed was that in it, it, that that the value for money in local races is much higher than it is in national races. So the lowest value for money is a presidential race. Then next lowest value for money is a Senate race, then a Congress, and then. But once you get to sort of city and state district attorneys, um, the value for money is extremely good. And uh, Soros realized that you don't actually need to change the laws; you just need to change how they're enforced. If nobody chooses to enforce the law, or the laws are differentially enforced, it's like changing the laws. That's what he. That's what he figured out. But is what's stunning that this trend that people haven't pulled the brakes on this and have it reverse course. They're pulling the brakes. Yeah. Yeah. 
pull the break. Wow. So Soros hates humanity. Uh, Soros is the top contributor to the Democrat Party, according to Elon Musk. He th- he supposes or he expects Sam Bankman freed number two. Oh my God! This is how they stole the election, folks. It's all this money, 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 money. All this corruption and money. And you know they mention the value of the dollar when it comes to influencing politics and how it's most valuable at the more local level you get kind of like at the at the smaller government or what's the word i guess uh, local governments as uh instead of like the presidential or the federal government um <clears throat> it's very interesting because i mean look at your local politics and i've been trying to keep up with ours and it is an absolute chaotic mess there's there's liars there's backstabbers there's corruption there's money there's clicks there's all this stuff and if you look you'll see this stuff and uh follow the money and you find crazy things and uh it's quite concerning on every side it's like completely corrupt and rotten to the core it's very concerning and sad Uh, it makes it very difficult to go out there and vote for anybody when you know that they're only so good they're only so free right they're all bought corrupt blackmailed even it's such a sick situation man onward here uh we had the white house release that information on ai we talked about it on monday and uh kamala's the ai's are if you don't remember kamala's the ai's are right and uh she said that um Kamala Harris was in London. I think last night they had some AI or last night or two nights ago, they had some AI meeting with people around the world, including Elon Musk and the uh, UK people and all kinds of stuff. Uh, Kamala Harris in London said, quote, when people around the world cannot discern fact from fiction because of a flood of AI enabled mis and disinformation, I ask, is that not existential for democracy? So, Basically, I think what she's trying to say here is our democracy is in danger because of the advancements of AI and we need to completely gain control of it in order to protect democracy. Well, well, Kamala, that's just exactly, uh, they're telling you exactly what they plan on doing because uh, we see it, we see it. We saw their initiatives. They want to make AI woke. They want to make AI theirs. They want to make it highly uh, audited and controlled and all this and uh the government wants access to all the studies and all this if you guys it's on posted on the white house if you guys missed it or you can go back to monday's the last half of monday's show and i covered the whole thing but uh citizen free press says the white house says mission impossible increased joe biden's concerns about ai so in order to teach joe biden about ai they made him watch mission impossible this guy's just that retarded here joe watch this this is going to teach you everything you need to know buddy here's your popcorn here's your ice cream don't go anywhere don't wander off elon musk tells joe rogan the degree to which twitter was simply an arm of government was not well understood and this is a really great clip it's a little bit longer but he goes into um scams and more uh he also goes into well let's just watch it 
let's just watch. This isn't the clip I thought, but let's just watch. This is still important. Because that, to me, that was the most bizarre, was the Twitter files. When you let Schellenberger yeah. and Matt Taibbi and all those guys get in the Twitter, and the, the response where Matt Taibbi gets audited. I mean, which is just wild. I mean, it's just so blatant and so in your face. Yeah, it's weird. No, I, I mean... The yeah the the which and and but by the way Jack didn't really know know this but the degree to which Twitter was simply um, an arm of the government was not well understood by the public and uh, it it was there was no it was whatever the official government I mean, it was like Pravda basically hmm. um, you know it's a state publication is the way to think of old Twitter it's a state publication. And was the justification from their perspective that they are progressive liberals, they have the right intentions, it's important that they stay in power, the progressive liberals stay in government and power, because this is, the, this is their... There, there was, there was uh, basically oppression of um, any, any views that would even, I would say, be considered middle of the road. Um, but certainly anything on the, the right, I'm not talking about like like far right, I'm just talking mildly right. The people like Republicans were suppressed at ten times the rate of Democrats. Um, now that's because wow. uh, old Twitter was fundamentally controlled by the far left. Ten times more censorship on the right than the left. Elon Musk says, and people don't understand how corrupt this system was. I think it's still. I don't think it's still great, honestly. But I don't think it's nearly that bad. But I don't. Um, I think there's a lot of issues with um, on the internet and with the way that we interact and the way information spread and how things are disseminated and whatnot, but definitely making improvements. Thanks to Elon Musk. Um, all right. What else have we got? Good morning, Willow. Hey, Jason. Good to see you. We're going to move on a little bit here. Um, Congressman Troy E. Nels made an announcement uh, recently. I think it was either last night or this morning. Let me take a quick look. I'll let you know exactly when. Representative Troy Nels last night or yesterday morning said that he's honored to announce he will be serving as a fact witness for President Trump's defense in the 14th Amendment removal sham trial in Colorado. I was at the doors on January 6th face-to-face -face with protesters, and I know firsthand there was no insurrection. This sham trial is clear election interference, and it has no basis in fact. I look forward to providing my eyewitness account of that. So that's we can look forward to that. Hopefully we could see some, some D-class. Let's see some information come out. We're waiting. We want to see D-class. We want to see the truth prevail, and we want to see accountability. And uh, stop the witch hunts for, for Pete's sake. They're really going after Trump. They're going after his family. It's horrible. And then we've got the White House. Yesterday, Fox News published this. White House couldn't possibly answer whether terrorists have already crossed over the southern border. Fox News' Peter Ducey pressed John Kirby on the increased terror threat to Americans. And, you know, Kirby is just an absolute disgrace. Uh, he should resign. He's done nothing good. He's a bullshitter. He's corrupt. Dude, watch this. Dudes and dudettes. The people in this country making violent anti-Semitic threats, are they domestic terrorists? I, I don't uh, know that we're classifying people as domestic terrorists for that. I mean, I, that's really a question better left to law enforcement. I'm, I'm not aware that there's been such a 
uh, a characterization of that. Okay. The FBI director said today, the ongoing war in the Middle East has raised the threat of an attack against Americans in the United States to a whole nother level. Has the White House considered the possibility that a terrorist could be in the country right now after crossing the southern border? Peter, we are always concerned uh, about uh, the potential presence on U.S. soil uh, of terrorists uh, uh, coming from overseas. That's something we're always worried about. But there was this bulletin last week. Uh, the CBP in San Diego said militants associated with the Israel-Hamas war uh, may be potentially encountered at the southwest You're talking about border. the San Diego? Yeah. yeah. And, I, is so, there any heartburn around here? 600,000 known Godaways just in the last fiscal year. Yeah. Is there any heartburn about leaving the border in such a condition that one of those 600,000 could be a terrorist? So let me just break this down for you just a little bit here. First of all, I can't speak to this intelligence report that was leaked to the media. I wouldn't do that. Um, I can tell you that we are constantly monitoring as best we can all ports of entry to the country. All right, folks, there you go. Don't worry. The government's doing the best they can. They're doing the best they can, folks. They're doing the best they can. That's all they can do. You know, when it comes down to it, we got to be able to protect ourselves and our communities. And I think that's just the sad reality of things. Um, they're just completely turning a blind eye to this stuff. One of 600,000. Do you think one of 600,000 migrants crossing the border is possibly a terrorist? One of 600,000? Do you think if a terrorist had bad intentions and wanted to infiltrate a country that they wouldn't really take advantage of that more than just maybe just one in 600,000? Maybe it would be like a larger number. I mean, this is absolutely absurd that it's even being posed as a question to Kirby as like, does it give you any heartburn? This might be an issue. It's like, hey, this is a big issue. We know for a fact terrorists are coming across the border what are you guys doing about it and why shouldn't we all just have you resign and just begin protesting immediately it, it shouldn't be a thing of like will you acknowledge this or are you just like they're giving opportunities to lie with these with these questions i mean i i don't know but it's just a battle and it's an information warfare it's ridiculous and they uh, really went into it on the Joe Rogan podcast. I mean, they went there. They went to all the way to discussing the death cult. And this gets back to AI. And this gets back to this creepy depopulation agenda that we hear about. And I want to play this clip. It's a little longer, but let's watch. I mean, this is going to sound uh, somewhat melodramatic, but I was worried about that, that it was having a corrosive effect on civilization uh that it was uh just having a bad a bad impact um and um i think part of it is that it's, it's where it's where it was located which is uh you know downtown san francisco um and while i i think san francisco is a beautiful city and and we should really fight hard to um kind of right the ship of san francisco if you've walked around downtown San Francisco, right near the ex-FKA Twitter headquarters, it's a zombie apocalypse. I mean, it's rough. Have you, have you been, been in that area? Not lately. No. Yeah. I've heard. It's crazy. I've heard it's crazy. I've heard you, you really can't believe it until you actually go there. You can't believe it until you go there. So now you have to say, well, what philosophy led to that outcome? And that philosophy was being piped to Earth. So... Um, 
you know, a philosophy that would be ordinarily quite niche and geographically constrained, so that the sort of the fallout uh, area would be limited, um, was effectively given an information a weapon, um, a tech, uh, information technology weapon to propagate uh, what is essentially a mind virus to the rest of Earth. Um, and the outcome of that mind virus is very clear if you walk around the streets of downtown San Francisco. It is the end of civilization. And it's not just uh, propagating the mind virus, but suppressing any opposing viewpoints. Yes. Well, in order for the virus to propagate, it must suppress opposing viewpoints. So. Because it doesn't stand up to scrutiny. Correct. Yeah. I mean, you, you've, I mean you've, you, you, you've, you've felt the, the virus. You yeah. Know? Yeah, people have tried to cancel you so many times. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, um, I don't think you're melodramatic at all. I I, I think it's a, it's a, I mean, I don't want to be melodramatic, but it's almost like a death cult. It's a death cult. No, it, no, it, it, that is exactly right. Um, it it, uh, it it's essentially the uh, extinctionists. Like it's in the limit. It is that they're propagating uh, the extinction of humanity and civilization. Um, and, and there's some people who are, are like most most of the time it, it's it's implicit. They don't ex, expl, it's, but sometimes it's explicit. Like there was a guy on the front page of the New York Times uh, who literally has the thing called the extinctionist movement, um, and he was quoted on the front page of the New York Times as saying, uh, "There are eight billion people in the world, but it would be better if there were none." Ooh. And I'm like, "Well, buddy, you can start with yourself." Yeah. Um, Does he have friends? That's what always fascinates me. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, they go on, they go on for quite a while. I recommend watching this whole thing, but uh, they're a death cult. They literally went there. It's obvious. They know it. We know it. Everybody knows it. It's just unbelievable, man. They're a death cult. They truly are. And talk about Soros. I mean, Soros is one of those people. He 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 appears to hate humanity and doing everything he can in order to decrease population. Same thing with Bill Gates. Um, why? Are they just mad? Are they just crazy? Are they just like, what's the issue here? Uh, we had so Kamala Harris came out and announced more AI initiatives. The administration is pursuing at the UK AI Security Summit. They want to control AI. And Elon Musk actually says this at the end of that clip we just watched. We didn't go all the way through because it's such a long clip and we're limited here. But um, he basically says whoever controls, whoever implements these systems and controls and programs the AI is going to... You know, he says something along the lines of, if the AI is programmed by the death cult, the goal of the AI is going to be death cult stuff, right? So whoever programs this, and their ideology is going to be put into it, right? So if Kamala is the AI czar and she's in charge with the, the crooked Biden administration and developing all this AI and getting involved with every company that, that studies AI and is uh, doing research and selling products and advancing advancements in AI and stuff. Um, well, they're going to push towards an AI that uh, is an extinctionist AI. And the goal of that AI will be destroy humanity. It's like a dystopian nightmare movie we're living in right now. This is like we're watching it unfold day by day, and it's just 
It's absurd. Is this real? Thank you, Jenica, for gifting me a one-month subscription over on DLive. I appreciate that. Uh, you said, they are retarded. Would make more sense to get rid of all of the worthless than get rid of people at random. Decrease the population of worthless people that drain our resources. Am I the only one commenting, or can I not see other comments? You're the only one commenting right now in that string. But um, I don't know. I don't think that's necessary. Um, one of the things that uh, Elon Musk said, too, is that he believes that the population could or the earth could support 10 times as many people probably fairly easily without destroying rainforests and stuff. I don't think population is an issue. I think the issues are uh, other than population. I think that's a big scam and a misconception and uh, uh, unfortunate. Um, I'm going to skip this. We could come back to this maybe at the end. It's just a little story about clones, which is interesting, but we'll come back to it. We want to get through some other stuff first. Uh, we've got just immense destabilization and a lot of people, including the FBI are saying the increased risk of terror attacks in the U S are there. Uh, even though Kirby won't come out and say it, he knows it. We know it. Everybody knows it, that there are potentially terrorists in our country, sleeper cells. They have been for years. Uh, the potential for, uh, infrastructure attacks, terrorist attacks and all this stuff is real and it is there and we should prepare accordingly, which means, Food, water, medicine, first aid, personal protection, um, community uh, task forces, community groups, community safety groups. And that's that means you and people you know get together and you talk about scenarios and plans of action in case of certain events. Um, there's, uh, you got, you know, work with your neighborhood on this stuff and uh, hopefully enough people are awake and I would not want to be in a city at this time um, with how things are going, not only because it's just a shithole, but because things could get further destabilized in an instant. Who knows with all the stuff going on and not to be uh, doom and gloom and all that, but it is a real possibility and it's becoming more and more likely as time goes by and we learn more information and actually see some of this stuff unfold like this guy here reported by Andy. No, we have Patrick die a Chinese American student at Cornell university. Uh, he was federally charged for allegedly making online threats to kill people at a building used by Jewish people. One of his posts mentioned Palestine will be free by any means necessary sick absolutely sick so this is uh the guy and we saw yeah here's the post oh my gosh an absolutely i'm not even going to repeat what he wrote but it's just anti-semitic anti-human and that is him this is justice.gov and here it is cornell student arrested for making online threats to jewish students on campus hopefully um Let's see, maximum term of five years in prison, a fine up to a quarter mil, and a term of supervised release of up to three years. Dye is expected to make his initial appearance tomorrow in federal court in Syracuse, New York, before the United States magistrate judge. These judges are useless, and this was posted yesterday on the U.S. Attorney's Office, North District of New York, justice.gov page. 
these DAs, they're corrupt. They're all bought. They're probably going to give him a light sentence, get him right back out there, and he's probably a good candidate for MK Ultra. He's a good Venturian candidate. Oh, he was on our radar, they always say. Um, this is Tony Saruga, an investor, a board member, a big data pioneer, Intel operations, CIA, NSA contractor, whistleblower, uh, philanthropist, etc. Tony Saruga, and he wrote this on Twitter. And I don't take this stuff lightly, and I think it's real, and I think we should all be careful. I'm going to read this post to you. Tony Saruga says, quote, this post will be attacked by the left, the Marxists, the trolls, Antifa, BLM, even the intelligence community. I'm a 39-year-old intelligence analyst. I and my team's clients include the U.S. government, British government, Israeli government, Saudi Arabia government, NEOM, Microsoft, Dell Computers, GE, IBM, General Motors Corporation, the Scott Fetzer Corporation, managing Dutch East Indian Company archives for UNESCO, Procter & Gamble, Raytheon, MasterCard, Walmart, Northrop Grumman, Berkshire Hathaway, General Dynamics, BAE Systems, Standard Oil, a.k.a. ExxonMobil, Saudi, Aramco, et al. Intelligence is never perfect. It's a messy, messy business. Tony Saruga continues, quote, Rarely can I guarantee the intelligence. Many times, just releasing it in the wild can stop a false flag or genuine attack. But with as close to 100% confidence as possible, there will be multiple terrorist attacks in the U.S. The attacks will come in waves for the next 14 months. Hundreds of thousands of CCP saboteurs trained to attack our electrical grid, poison our water supply, destroy our railways and main highway arteries. Additionally, at least a million, possibly two million terrorists are already here from Palestine, Yemen, Syria, Iraq, Afghanistan, Qatar, Lebanon, Iran, Somalia, etc., etc. And they are extremely well-funded. And get this, the Biden administration working with the UN has given them debit cards that are reloaded every month. Below are links to three articles on Hezbollah Unit 910, a sleeper cell already in the U.S. awaiting the green light from Persia to launch attacks. This is just one group of hundreds here to destroy America. Ted Benzman led counterterrorism intelligence from the Texas Department of Public Safety's Intelligence and Counterterrorism Division and is a multi-agency fusion center. Read his reports. Uh, and he posted these reports. Part one of three, Hezbollah's Unit 10 in America recruitment targeting Jews and building with a doorman. At toddbensman.com. You could find these things. Part two and part three are also there. I will uh, like and retweet this. If you're following me on Twitter, you can do some more uh, looking into this. And he posted some pictures of some of these potential terrorists with their cards and their uh, beautiful tattoos and stretched earlobes. Uh, never a good sign, the stretched earlobes. So just so you guys know. Uh, and then some border crossing picture. Very alarming coming from somebody uh, like Tom Saruga, who I don't know much about, just discovered him through this post, but appears to know what the heck he's talking about when it comes to this stuff. Quite the resume, and it's very concerning, and I take that seriously. Uh, very insane. Gritz said 6,000 more on the way now. Gosh. Um, quite alarming. 
Uh, T-Webs gifted a can and says, remember when Josh had us all meditating and manifesting our reality? What happened to that idea where we go one, we go all? T-Webs, I love that idea. Uh, let's do something. Let's do something because I, um, I, love, I love that stuff. Let's do it. Let's do it. He also said, thanks for doing what you do, Vince. My pleasure, T-Webs. My pleasure. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, yeah, we need to do some some spiritual meetings and have some fun and do some experiments. I agree. So I'll mention that and we could organize something. All right, let's move on. A little bit more news here. Paris Homes marked with Stars of David amid rise in anti-Semitic acts. I don't know about you guys, but when I was a young boy, I was taught about the Holocaust. And um, I think I was, gosh, I don't remember. my. I think I've drank so much fluoride in, over the years that I'm half retarded. Um, I think I was in third grade when I learned about the Holocaust and uh, the atrocities and the truth. Um, well... At least the truth as we know it, right? Who knows how many lies there are surrounding that? I think it's probably just a big a psyop as we're seeing going on right now. And I think that the original uh, World War II and all of that that preceded it and uh, uh, was the beginning of this psyop, and that it was a multifaceted plan. Starting, I mean, this is like, I think the plan, their evil, sick plan, is. Uh, deep it runs deep anyway we're seeing this again history repeats itself this is absolutely unbelievable that this is happening in our in our reality paris homes marked with stars of david amid rise in anti-semitic acts so here's an image of a building in paris and you can see these blue uh stars of david on the outside of this building uh, apparently allegedly indicating that well jews live there and everybody now uh, just is notified. Stars of David were discovered spray-painted on residences in Paris, 14th arrondissement on Tuesday night, echoing disturbing imagery reminiscent of the 1930s. This unsettling act comes as France grapples with a significant increase in anti-Semitic incidents. This incident bears an alarming resemblance on the markings placed on Jewish-owned establishments in Berlin during Adolf Hitler's and the Nazi Party's ascent to power. Jewish stores have been labeled with stars of David as if 80 years has, have not passed. The distance between the massacre. Uh, yes, the West is next, this person writes. The West is next. Israel is fighting radical Islamic terror on its borders. If we don't stop this terror here and now, you'll get these massacres in Paris, London, and New York City. We only have one option, total victory. This is Naftali Bennett talking about absolutely... Uh, destroying gaza essentially essentially which you know what can't we just have peace and why is it so controversial just to say let's have peace let's just stop all of it now let's just let's just stop let's just stop no we can't stop there was terror there's hostages if we stop then they win it's just i can't i can't um about snow falling across the state as i mentioned earlier we also have what they're calling now a bomb cyclone monster storm about to slam western europe reported by strangesounds.org what happened to normal things like hey we have a rainstorm coming in and now it's like 
uh, when I was a kid, it was like, hey, we have a we have a big rainstorm coming in and lightning and thunder. It's going to lightning and thunder. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be crazy. Get your jackets. Get your umbrellas. Now it's like there's an atmospheric river. There's a bomb cyclone. There's hurricane after hurricane after hurricane. That's just unprecedented. Yeah, it's psychological warfare. Bomb cyclone. This wasn't a thing, right? This is a new thing. I'm pretty sure this is all new language that they're using with weather now, probably. Uh, am I right or am I right? You guys, am, are they making up new words for storms now? Atmospheric river, bomb cyclone. Uh, it's To me, it's just a psychological tool to, to mess with us. But the weather is crazy, I, do, I will say. Um, let's see. Well, a violent storm. A violent windstorm is brewing up. It's brewing in the open waters of the Atlantic right now. Ooh. Weather warnings have been issued in um, Europe. This is how storm, I don't know how to pronounce it, Siron looks under the jet streams, blah, blah, blah. Incoming storm Siron, C-I-A-R-A-N. A with an accent, the last A, I don't know. A violent storm is brewing in the open waters. Yeah, we'll see how this goes. It looks, uh, it's looking increasingly, increasingly probable that red wind warnings will be issued. Um, it's going to hit France and everything. So we'll see. I mean, we're going to be seeing wild weather all over, especially the U.S. Uh, like I said, one of these meteorologists out there, I'll have to give you guys his name. He's a great one to follow. Uh, independent meteorologist on YouTube. And he's basically saying that he's predicted that there will be a massive, massive kind of once in a decade or even more rare type of um, storm in the States. A uh, blizzard of all, uh, a blizzard. And they're going to call it a snow atomic bomb or whatever. I don't know what they're going to call it, but he's predicted that there will be a uh, early blizzard or maybe a late blizzard i don't remember the exact date that he predicted but basically that it's going to freeze the east coast so uh prepare and how do you prepare for blizzards water food warmth light entertainment batteries all kinds of stuff also a plan so and not just if you're in a vulnerable place. I mean, things can happen anywhere. Earthquakes, tornadoes, terrorist attacks, uh, foreign invasions, alien invasions, um, monkeypox outbreaks. Who knows what's going to be coming to uh, an area near you. But prepare for all of it just to be safe. Why not? Why not? Better safe than sorry. Uh do little things here and there to prepare. I mean, time's ticking, folks. Time is ticking. Winter is here. It's November already. And by the way, one of my predictions came true. I told you it's going to be the holidays before we know it. And here we are. It's the holidays, folks. Uh, we're coming up on uh, all the people's favorite holidays. And it's pretty exciting. Maybe we, maybe if the world doesn't end, we could do some little get-togethers here on the social red pill and have some fun. All right. World War Three, y'all. I wanted to show you this Hamas tunnel last night, but I didn't get the chance because I lost my my notes were all fudged. But uh, check this out. This is just interesting. Um, RT gets a tour of Hamas tunnels, a.k.a. GAA Metro. As Israel begins targeting Gaza terror, uh, 
tunnel network Hamas terror groups give access to Russia Today journalists to visit the tunnel network. This is the RT on ground report from underneath Gaza. This is the Gaza Metro. Here begins the journey to the enter the underground. Food does not represent the dividing line between one. This military force occupies meter by meter of the tunnels. The military of the Islamic Jihad movement is 60 meters underground. The walls are made of cement, in addition to the arched ceiling, which gives these tunnels a lot of strength. The floor is also generally made of cement. Mm, lag. A, all military activities come from these places, the group confirms. I am highly prepared to deter Israel, says this member of the unit. An attack on tunnels, that includes brigade members from segments of society, uh, something equivalent to a basic mission completed by infiltrating behind enemy lines. Mission. These young men stay in these tunnel in this tunnel for the battle. God willing, the blessed and almighty is for the sake of this attack phase. Part of the numbers prepared earlier by the Al Quds. Um, this elite group's problem is primarily operations behind enemy lines. Offensively, this means being close to the border fence between between um, Israel and Gaza clashes continue with the troops inside these tunnels. Confrontations. The uh, sorry. The uh, the um, subtitles are cut off here. But yeah, these are the tunnels. Absolutely insane that they have this huge network and. Uh, this is what Israel began bombarding last week or so. And uh, it makes me wonder about all this U.S. military tunnel training that we saw. This media is presented out of context. This video from RT Arabic was aired June 2021 while reporting on the elaborate tunnel network in Gaza. Okay, so this isn't like, this is the tunnel, but it's from 2021. So I think it's still relevant. And But they tried to make it in the context of the war today. Uh, which it is still uh, sort of involved, but it's not like new footage. So hmm. interesting nonetheless. Interesting nonetheless. Good to know. Thank you, Lisa, for the three ice cream. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Um, Hamas official Ghazi Hamad says they will repeat October 7th-like attacks until Israel is annihilated. Ah. Uh, and we have this just in Colombia about to cut ties with Israel. Jordan says it will recall ambassador from Israel. So we see just this uh, disconnection of all of these countries taking sides and making, taking action and uh, getting their people out of there. Unbelievable. Not a good sign. Uh, Moss came out and they said that the U.S. made F-16s will survive just a few weeks, weeks in Ukraine. They will be destroyed, essentially, is what they're saying. And they've done that over and over again. What's the point? I don't I don't get it, y'all. 
the Pentagon is sending an additional 300 troops to the Middle East amid Iran-backed militia activities, raising that total uh, by something like 25% or maybe more. Uh, there's quite a few troops. How many troops are over there? I think it's just over 1,000 or something uh, on paper. That's uh, what they're saying. Something like that. I don't know the exact numbers. Forgive me. We can give an update on that soon, though. Uh, Justin, U.S. Marine Corps' 20, 248th ball is canceled due to, quote-unquote, unforeseen operational commitments. Wow. They must have big operational commitments up ahead if they're canceling the Marine Corps' 248th ball. Um, we have the Gaza evacuation begins amid, amid intensifying Israeli offensive. Yournews.com reported this. Let's see exactly what they're saying here. If it'll it'll come up, we have them saying that uh, Gaza, Jerusalem, under a Qatari-mediated agreement, the first set of evacuees from Gaza entered Egypt on Wednesday, stated Egyptian security sources. This move comes as Israel intensifies its operations against Hamas militants in the Palestine enclave, Palestinian enclave. Ambulances transported the evacuees through the Rafah border crossing as part of an agreement involving Egypt, Israel, and Hamas. This agreement permits certain foreigners and critically injured individuals to exit the besieged territory. Recent Israeli actions resulted in significant casualties in Gaza. Palestinian health officials reported that approximately 50 individuals lost their lives in a refugee camp due to an Israeli airstrike on Tuesday, Israeli. Uh, Israel, in response, stated that the operation resulted in the death of a top Hamas commander and numerous other militants. Local Palestinian residents have reported extensive bombardments um, by Israeli forces using a combination of land, sea, and air-based weaponry, leading to more casualties among the civilian population. Anyway, so they're evacuating some people. Who knows? I mean, they're trying to push everybody out of this Gaza Strip area, it appears, into Egypt. So we'll keep our eye on what's going on there. Um, I worry about some health scare coming up. Some bullshit where they need to sell a lot of medicine in, in response. They, I'm talking about Big Pharma. I'm talking about Pfizer. Pfizer is to shut down two facilities amid, amid major cut, cost cuts. So uh, this is a bad sign for Pfizer. We've seen them. Nobody's taking their jabs anymore. Their scam is over. I don't know if they have made enough money for their global takeover or whatever agenda they have. But um, they're probably, I mean, I wouldn't put it past them to do something in order to make more money. Am I right? I mean, I'm just speculating here and probably I don't know what I'm talking about and totally uh, just uh, don't know. But you got to wonder, this article by Zero Hedge says that pharmaceutical giant Pfizer confirmed it will be closing down two of its facilities in North Carolina amid a cost-cutting initiative after it revealed that sales of its COVID-19 vaccine and other products would see a, see a drop. Yeah, I think I saw like 3% of people took their latest uh, uh, jabby jab. Not good. They're not doing great. Nobody wants medications. Everybody's going to natural remedies and holistic healing and staying healthy the good old-fashioned way. But hopefully they don't do anything crazy again. 
They always are. They always are. Anyway, folks, uh, tune in tonight at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time for The Daily Dose. We're going to continue unfolding the global conspiracy and peering into all these bits and pieces of information in order to figure out what the truth is and what's actually going on, stringing the pearls, connecting the dots, putting pictures on the wall, and then putting thumbtacks and connecting them with lines and stuff. Uh, You can join us. That's hosted by Josh Reed at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time every Monday through Thursday. And uh, looking forward to it. Josh will be in back today, and that'll be a good old time. So see you there. If you guys want to support the Red Pill Project, and you can, one place to do that is Social Red Pill. I mean, uh, yeah, Social Red Pill. You could create a subscription. That's our private social network, socialredpill.com. You can also create a free account over there as well. And we're happy to have you there participating in our wonderful community at socialredpill.com. Uh, you could also donate at redpills.tv slash go, our Give, Send, Go campaign. That goes towards keeping all of our equipment up to date, keeping our lights on and all this stuff. So without you guys, we could not continue. Uh, you can go to redpills.tv slash go and donate there as well. As well as go to redpills.tv and utilize any of our sponsors uh, so you could help yourself while also helping us and uh, helping companies like MyPillow, My Patriot Supply for long-term for, term for food storage, etc. So thank you guys for utilizing those very few sponsors that we do take on in order to collaborate and uh, keep this thing uh, going. And uh, so that's one way to prep y'all is my patriot supply uh you could also just utilize your local sources and uh buy things on sale and store them and just prepare for the worst you never know i mean a little food storage in case of an earthquake or uh, some other weather event is a good idea along with your first aid etc um so get it locally if not you can go use the sponsor at redpills.tv my patriot supply they have all kinds of good stuff check it out All right, y'all. Well, that's it, and that's that. I hope you all learned a little bit about what's going on in the world today. We'll be back again tomorrow morning at 8.30 a.m. Pacific time, as always, for more coffee. I need a refill, so I'm going to go do that and carry on with my day. Y'all do the same. I know you're busy as all heck as well, so have a good one. You guys know where to find me. I'll be on the social red pill and Twitter in a little bit, checking my messages. So take care, God bless, and Godspeed. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me Ipatch McCain. <laughs> I, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And uh, you know that's the beginning of communism.